0: So the last time we were together, I shared with you that this podcast was going to take a little bit of a different turn, which is interesting because we use the term negotiating our life like we're driving down a road. And I've always said the end of the road is really just a bend in the road unless you fail to take a turn. And and that's what needed to happen here. I need to take a turn with what we talked about because and go back and listen to Negotiating Your Life Through Wholeness, our last episode. It will share with you why things are going to change on this podcast and why we're going to talk about really negotiating our life when there's been a lot of pain. How do you how do you take steps towards healing? How do you take steps towards being authentically you and really just sharing my story? And hopefully I get to share with you some of the people that I've met along the way over the last year that have helped me to grow or that have their own stories, or maybe you've got a story and and you want to share some steps you took, but I thought I'd share like when I did fly away, it's, it might have sounded last time. Like I was just like, let's go get healthy and I'm going to go change my life and it's going to be perfect. And that is just not the truth. And so there's a lot of people. Matter of fact, I had a number of people that have reached out more people have listened to the last opus episode than any of the episodes over the year before. And, and so I know that this is, this has hit a pain point, if you will, because so much of what I've heard has been, Oh, I'm going through something similar. Oh, I can relate. And the only detail I gave in anything was pain. I didn't say what the pain was. I just said pain. And I was inundated with people who said, I can relate. Oh man, I'm going through that but I'm scared to take this step. I don't know what you did, but I don't know if I could do that. They didn't even know what I did, but I don't know if I could do that. There's this fear like, I, I just don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know. And not everyone needs to do what I did, but I will share with you what I actually did and then share with you how I felt doing it. That's what we're going to talk about today, that sometimes we do things and we take the steps and they're really not even for us. And is that okay? Is it okay to get on the plane to go get some help And I didn't even do it for me because that's the honest truth. I didn't do it for me. I was forced on the plane. I was forced to go away. Matter of fact, the day that I flew out to go and start this process and this journey, and I will say it was the beginning of a process. There is no quick fix to wholeness. Well, I would say Jesus is a quick fix to wholeness, but even his redemptive process is a process. And so There is, I I didn't just go away and now everything's better. As a matter of fact, the coming home has been more difficult than I even imagined in so many ways, but I am a different person and the process became, caused me to start becoming all that I'm supposed to be. So I was better equipped to handle some of the pain and difficulty that has come with change, but it didn't start because I was like, let's go. I I just got to go and do this. As a matter of fact, I begged. I begged not to have to go the day that I left to start the process of healing. I was supposed to be in Cancun. My wife and I had earned a trip and we had planned for this amazing time away together. Just the two of us, we were going on a business trip, but a business trip in Cancun. So, I mean, come on, that's nice. And it was going to be, was supposed to be so awesome And I actually said, I will get help. I will go get healing. I'll go start the process of working through this trauma. I'll do it after. Can you please just let me go and have these two weeks? I'll do it after or this week. I'll do it after. And then I found a program that was only two weeks long. And I said, listen, this one, this one is perfect. It happens after Cancun. So let's do that. It's only two weeks. It's perfect. And I begged and I begged and my wife said, no. You've been holding on to this pain for 30 plus years. It has come to a point that you're at the end of your road. We can't keep moving forward. You have to go. You have to go. And So I started to take the steps that was being told of me, the things that were being demanded of me. I started to take those steps and looked into the place that I ended up going to start this journey and even up to the very last day, the last minute as my, as my wife dropped me off at the airport and I walked in, I actually sat down and I was angry. I sat down in the seat and I thought to myself, well, I've got a layover in this city. I think what I'll do is when the layover happens, I'd much, I I'd rather not even go anywhere. I'll just go get lost. I'll become homeless that'll be better for everybody. I don't want to deal with this. I should be in Cancun. I don't want to do this. And then I got to that city where the layover was at. I said, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do, why am I doing this? And I, I walked like I was going to go to the door and then I I stopped and I didn't really at that point care much about me, but I I started to think about my sons. I've got two boys and they're awesome. I started thinking about my wife. We've been married coming up on 21 years now and she's amazing and we've had horrible experiences, but we've had so many amazing experiences and here she was finding out some things that I'd held onto for so long that had really impacted our whole life. Even before she knew it, it was impacting our life and she's saying, I just want you to get help. I didn't really believe that there was much help for me. I didn't believe there was much hope for me, but she wanted that for me and my sons wanted that for me. So I, after my layover was done, that that gave me enough strength, gave me enough strength, or I guess willingness, to get on the next plane that flew me to my final destination, and even there, I got off the plane, and the way it was set up was that I had to take an Uber to the location um, that would take me to this amazing, ended up being the most amazing place to stay. It was like a retreat. It was beautiful. It was like. It was, a, I can't wait to tell you about the other stuff that happened because I did it. But even then I thought, man, maybe I'll just have them take me to downtown in, in the city. I was in just take me downtown and, and that's all I'll do. I'll just, I'll disappear here. Again, I thought about my parents, even I'm 43 at the time, but I thought about my parents. I thought about my brother-in-law. I thought about my sister. I thought about some of the, the people that have been in my life. And I thought, what, what what if they found out, I don't want them to find out that that's what happened to me. So I got in the Uber and I showed up and I remember sitting through the process. And when they started to ask me some of the questions about why I was there, what was, you know, what were my expectations? What was I hoping for? I said almost every time the answer was, I'm here because I have to be, I'm here because I told, I don't think you guys can help me. No one's ever helped me 43 years. No one's helped me. There's no way you guys can help me. I don't want to be here. I don't think I'll even make it this long, but I'll give it a couple days. Then I went to this amazing, like I said, this amazing home where I stayed uh, with some other guys and met people in the first day. I like, didn't want to talk to anybody. I just went to the room that I, my room and unpacked laid in my bed. And I thought I'll just get, they- they're not making me stay. I'll just get up and walk away. I could leave tomorrow for three days. Every day I thought about the ways that I could leave and how I could just, that would be so much easier than what I was going to have to face so much easier than what I was going to have to probably tell people about my life so much easier than looking at the thing that I've tried to st- not look at for 40 years. That was so much easier. And I was only there for her. I was only there for my boys. I was not there for me because there was no hope for me. And I want to say to you, this is my whole point of this entire thing. Something happened on the fourth day. Something happened where I sat down in, in, a, in a, a a group of us were sitting down and we were, I think we were playing cornhole. And one of the guys that I was with, who became, he became one of my best friends, one of the guys I was there with, and we, we were just, we were talking and suddenly I started to laugh. And he said, see, this isn't, he said it with a really Southern draw. He was from Texas. And he said, see, this isn't so bad. And slowly, but surely throughout the rest of that day, some things started to happen. I went and met with, obviously there was therapists here. I met with my therapist and we were talking and I saw a little glimmer of hope on that day, on the fourth day. And then on the fifth day, I saw a little bit more. I started to see some changes even in me. Within five days, I started to see some things and learn some things about myself that I never even knew or thought of. And by the end of the first week, I was there for me. And I remember writing a letter to my wife and and sending it off. And what it said in that letter is, I came here for you because you made me, because you gave me the ultimatum but I'm staying for me. And since I've come home, nothing about my personal journey of really learning to truly negotiate my life in a healthy way. Nothing about it has been just for her. Even the things that are for her are because I want those things. I want them. And so I want to just say to you, if you're someone who does need some help today and you're like, but I'm only doing it for them. So it's not going to work. Or if you've had people say to you, it has to be for you or it won't stick. I'm going to tell you, I think that's true, but I don't think it has to start that way. I don't think it has to start that way. Sometimes doing it because someone else wants you to is enough. Sometimes taking a step to go see that counselor, taking a step to sit down and have coffee with that person that you don't even want to talk to, but someone else is asking you to do it. Sometimes doing it for them is enough to start. It is a good start. So if you've been holding back on actually taking steps towards getting help in whatever place you might be wanting to needing the help and you're like, but I'm only doing it for them. Good. Then take a step and do it. Take a step and do it. I wish I would have done it for someone else a lot longer or a lot earlier in my life. I wish I would have been honest enough to go, yeah, I don't think this is going to help me, but I'll take a step because you want me to. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have. So what I'm telling you today is it did take me a few days, but by the end of that first week, it was all about me. And that's a good thing. So it may start being for someone else, but if you find the right place, the right person if you find like if you will take the step and you begin to experience driving down a road that isn't so damaged like the one you're on now because you've been trying to do it on your own this whole time and you drive down a road that's got some some people that know how to do the repair work and make it a little less bumpy for you i'm telling you right now negotiating your life will become simpler it will become worth it. And it will actually over time become easier for you. So that's all the time I have today. I just want to tell you that when I started this journey, it was totally for other people. And now that I'm and now I'm on this journey a year later and it's totally for me because I am worth it. So are you. So if there's a little step you can take today and you've been holding back because it's only for them, Maybe take the step, maybe just take the ones, whatever that step is, it does not need to be getting on an airplane. It could be just sitting down and having coffee, but whatever that step is, I want to encourage you take that step.